1: I don't know that I could say I'm good, but like I'm definitely here.
0: You know what? I, I'll retract what I said. I'm gonna ditto yours. <laughs> That's a good call, actually. Cody, I
1: have so many emotions coming into this space today. And I feel like more than usual, reading these fucking chapters have put me into like a different space coming in here that I feel like I almost need to read it earlier in the week and like, do my homework earlier so I can marinate. Because I come into this just, like, so ready to fight. Yeah, it's a lot of hostile energy.
0: (laughs) Um, how the hell are you doing? I'm okay, you know? Feeling a little tender. There's a lot of emotions happening. Um, Some cancer energy up in the space? Yeah, I'm graduating next weekend, which is fucking Gross yeah Um, for sure there's a lot of endings and it's you know a lot of emo cancer shit um but you know that's how it is how are you my dude I hate endings. Yeah. and I know you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> to, the
1: po- to the point where I actively avoid them. And yeah. and Cody knows this firsthand because <laughs> I stopped Tara's house because <laughs> of the fact that I knew it was making me emotional and I was like, I can't watch this end, so I'm not going to ever watch it ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut it off and I'm going to be the one that ends this. But I... So my colleagues had to witness this firsthand uh, because the fucking principal that I have who got me my job um is moving on to a different space and in the meeting that we had we've had two now one where he told us this news and then the other one earlier this week when the district came in and stuff and here I was like fuck all of you and I'm just like sobbing because I'm like I can't uh, this is my work this is my home you can't just like make me emotional here it's disgusting anyways to combat all of this and also to just start off pride I now have a knife on my keyring, So mm. that's something.
0: Yeah, I uh I saw the, the little Twitter the, the tweets <laughs> going around <laughs> this. and yeah. I was concerned and a little scared but ultimately like happy for the choice that you made. Yeah, so
1: Chris and I did a little bit of, like, tourism in our own city this weekend. And one of the things that we saw at this, like, really, like, tchotchke-filled place um, down by the pier mm. was they had keys that were also knives. Yes. Uh, well, n- knife, I should right. say. It was just, like, <laughs> several every knives. surface. Um, And so, of course, when anything like that happens where everything is, like, monogrammed, I immediately find Twilight characters because I'm a horrible person. And the problem with these is I always try to find people's names that I know because mine is never spelled correctly on those. It's always a good old Alexandra, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Which just, it makes me angrier than if they just didn't have it. Uh, (laughs) So I found one and I was like, holy shit, they have my name. I must get. And then I was like, oh, I can't. I'm not a knife. I don't... <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and so I had to have Chris, like, open it for me <laughs> so that I didn't kill myself. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so I have that now. And I don't know what it does. <laughs> other than just make me feel good.
0: Um, I could only describe it as a keyblade. Like, as someone who's never played is. the Kingdom Hearts games, that's what I think. I just looked at that and I'm like, oh, that's a keyblade. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what it is. So... It's,
1: it's something. I definitely feel like the little kid running around with a knife. Yeah.
0: Fine. Right. uh, Like, (laughs) no one should have let me buy that. (laughs) I'm the person holding the camera that's like, no!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And usually, like, really the, the turns have tabled, you know, because, like, I am that person always. Right. So, I don't know. I might just never use it or put it on my hearing, but it's something, that's sure. for sure.
0: Yeah. You should have got the Bella one though.
1: I should have. Um I told you the story about my the backpack that I purchased for college, right?
0: Oh no. Uh oh. <sighs> okay. So
1: I <Uh-oh. laughs> so a flashback a good old seven years.
0: Yeah.
1: Ago when I started my college experience, which is a horrifying number to say, um but so one of the things when I was like, all right, I'm going to Dub, new life, new me, <laughs> new everything. And I remember that summer of like purchasing, I was like, all right, all the kids on their college blog say you need to have a backpack. Let me get a backpack. And I can't just go and get like a jam sport one. So I ordered a North Face backpack. Uh-huh. And... The one that I ended up choosing, and I say in retrospect because I liked the style first, um, but I know for a fact that I chose it by name. Yeah. Um, the backpack of my choice was called the Isabella. So,
0: wow, it's awful yeah. and very embarrassing. You are the worst person I know. Thank you. Yeah, you won't I know. know. <laughs> no, you deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> And
1: it's going to be kind of full circle. I'm taking my kids on a field trip to U-Dub next week. Huh. And I might definitely bring that backpack just for the bit. Yeah. Because um, I don't think I even used it much in college. <laughs> but I don't know that I had enough backpack worth shit to take to school. But yeah. Anyway. that's Those are my stories. That's my truth I have to live with, I guess.
0: No, that's an admirable truth. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. What we do have...
1: To talk about for truth though is some of our current events, beep, 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 which are all true. Definitely none of them made up.
0: Yeah, this is sure. real hard hitting news.
1: Yes, um, it truly is hard hitting because one of them I didn't know until like uh, five minutes ago. Would you like to start us off with that most? Yeah, important
0: Allie one? has been fucking slacking apparently.
1: <laughs>
0: listen, on well, well, the K Stu beat, I guess. So let's listen. It's been a really messed up week. <laughs> um, <laughs> forever Uh, forever um every week (laughs) for the beginning of time um anyway so Stella Maxwell and Kristen Stewart are dating again allegedly it's all allegedly you know but um that's what every time we get like a case do dating corner we never like get it because it always happens so fast (laughs) they are they it really is just like a blink yeah uh
1: truly just a, one of the 500 candles in the wind, you know?
0: Right. And um, I'm, that's her bliss and she should chase it. But also I just, I have trouble keeping tabs sometimes. <laughs> that's true. It's, yeah, there's so much,
1: but I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy for them. I hope that it, you know, this on again, off again thing that they have works.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm currently looking up photos right now on Google <laughs> of Case Stu and Stella Maxwell and a couple of the tags that's encouraging me to look at are KISS, PDA, <laughs> Wedding, Instagram, Robert Pattinson, Bathroom. Sure. Lover uh. and then just January twenty
0: eighteen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Sure, sure. There's a lot of the a lot of these gal pals just chilling together. But, honestly, great
0: news. Yeah, honestly, it's happy pride, you know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Yeah. It's what we deserve.
1: Thank you for this gift, I would say. This next piece that I have for you is from Jessip Hill. Um, (laughs) French news site. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And this seems weird, and it is, um, but it comes from Joan Summers, And their tabloid section, which is titled, it's a blog post titled, This Week in Tabloids, Can Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag's Crystal Collection Save the Hills Reboot? And Uh. you might think, (laughs) now you might think I'm bringing Hills content to the podcast again. I'm not. (laughs) Um, I wish I, I wish Cody would let me. (laughs) Here's what I'll say.
0: Listen, when we finally do our Hills podcast, we can do that
1: it's going to change me for forever (laughs) because I can't look at Lauren Conrad without crying. Like I associate her so much as being this like sister figure in my life that as an emotional only child, I just can't handle sometimes. Anyway, um, one of the components of this is talking about how I guess one of the tabloids made an infographic comparing the similarities between our pets. Batman supposedly that's coming up, and then him as Edward Cullen, and I just want to touch on a couple of these because there's there's really something here. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. There's a there's a middle part of this Venn diagram where there's a lot of overlap. I would say one is this description that both are quote infamous bachelors who find love in brunette white women. Yeah. Fair so, enough. <laughs> Their personalities are described as brooding gentlemen and brooding vigilante. Fair. So there's just a lot of broods. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes and a lot of broods. Broody you know?
0: dudes. Broody
1: just <laughs> dudes being broods. You know. Uh,
0: <laughs> hey guys, welcome to my my podcast, Dudes Being Broods. Um, Honestly, where I interview sad men every week. Tune in
1: to oh Dudes my God. Being
0: Broods. <laughs> A,
1: a better subtitle, I would say, to our podcast, Exploring <laughs> Toxic Masculinity, is yeah.
0: just dudes being brutes." We really just gotta change it to, like, Into the Twilight colon, <laughs> dudes being broods. <brutes. laughs> oh, fuck. That's just the way the cookie grumbles, baby. Oh, fuck, don't... I need a cookie
1: right now. Okay. Don't... Go get one. Do you... <laughs> Do you remember... <laughs> Thank you. I will. I'll, hold on. Podcast. Everyone stop.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Can Take a quick five. <laughs> do you remember those childhood books of like, if you give a mouse a cookie or whatever I do.
0: I do remember.
1: Just think about it. Hey. Are you just remembering? Just it <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm mouse. Okay. <laughs> I'm baby and
0: I need a cookie. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long day. Oh, I can't believe I'm mouse didn't really blow up like uh, I'm baby did. <laughs> <laughs> you think after the rat wedding, like, <laughs> something <laughs> would happen. Gay rat wedding. <laughs> All rats are gay. Uh, that's just canon. Come on. Grow up. And- <laughs> just, Listen. Ratatouille, <laughs> a homosexual. That's true.
1: That Every a very rat gay, is gay movie. Honestly, that explains their behavior a lot more, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just- Something there, you know? Um, all right. Anyways, so this goes on for a while. Look at it at your leisure. Um, yeah. The one thing I, I do love is that they um, they describe Edward as a, well, they're arch enemies, I guess. Um, Edward's arch enemy with the Volturi was a, they describe as a 3,300-year-old giggling vampire warlord... And Batman's arch enemy being an anarchist clown, so really just the same thing, right? I'd say. Tomato, tomato, you know, right? Exactly. Um, so, anyways, I just thought that was a little a little goofy piece. Yeah. As we eagerly await this new Batman movie. Yeah. So, that's something. Um, I don't know why, but I always confuse pas, with Refinery Twenty um, Nine. I just always assume they're it's the same thing, but they're
0: not. No, they're I'm different. Sorry.
1: They're different. The last piece that I wanted to bring to the space today, since I brought up hills, I should also talk about my other dark enjoyment, which is Taylor Swift. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> things, my truth that I have to live with. There's a cursed corner in Hallie's soul. <laughs> it oh, that's has true. Everyone from the hills and Taylor
1: Swift. I had to talk to my kids today. I was like they were like, Miss Johnson, why do you look so tired? I was like, first of all, fuck off, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> but if you want to know, I stayed up late watching Black Mirror, and so I was telling them about the episode of Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And they were like, Miss Johnson, you like Miley Cyrus? And I was like, girl, I I, I lived through Hannah Montana. Shut your engrave Miley now. Cyrus
0: was for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she had two personalities, and I felt seen. Oh my okay? god. <laughs> A true Gemini Listen. icon is Miley Cyrus a Gemini? Uh, I just spelled is Gemini Miley, <laughs> and that's not is <laughs> <It's> Gemini. <laughs> no, but she's close. She's a Sagittarius, okay. and they're they're buds. They're, so. Yeah, they got some similar vibes going on. So that honestly, that checks out. Fair, I would say. Fair enough.
0: You win but this still. round. <laughs>
1: <gasps> no, everyone shut up. Oh, no. uh, Miley Cyrus was born on my half-birthday, so we're connected is all I saying. <laughs> Everything makes sense.
0: What if all... Miley Cyrus says you're tethered?
1: <laughs> I'm hanging up on you right now. Because the truth is that I'm her tethered, so... Oh, listen, I
0: didn't want to be mean,
1: but... <laughs> There's just a part of Miley who's like longing to become an educator. <laughs> just okay, stay tuned. 2022, the new Freaky Friday starring me and Miley Cyrus. Oh, and you're welcome. Oh my god, yes. Can you just that would mean that I get to hang out with Lil Nas? So oh, hell yeah, I will
0: trade that for a hot yeah, minute. he'll do the and soundtrack, also, like, it'll be great. you will just have a good plus time. Plus, Miley
1: can like, sing classroom songs, which I've always wanted to do low-key, even though I know it's ridiculous. (laughs) You know what? Hey, I'll, um, I'll start drafting this immediately. I gotta go. (laughs) It's my fan (laughs) fiction. Oh, you don't even... I've got some stuff for you today. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, before we get there, though, we have to talk about this dreaded book that bears on my soul. (sighs) Oh, God. So, I don't know about you, but I took... I highlighted more things and took more notes over these two chapters than I have in a long time. Yes. Yeah. There was a lot to kind of unpack. Yeah.
0: And there's a lot of, like, say. new-ish stuff, I feel. Yes. Or different stuff. I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah, things that weren't necessarily adapted mm-hmm. into the TV show, Correct. I would say. So we left off last time with the date coming up. Um, Joe was like, come on, Curtis, you need to take over my work so I can go, like, shower or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and right off the bat, like, chapter 11 starts, Joe is bitter because he got home late, um, and, of course, as you often do when you're in a rush, you're hurrying and not paying attention, and so he, um, he steps his toe into one, yes, one, of his typewriters. Yeah. Yeah. I, why does this man in his New York apartment that we've seen is is not yeah. large have twenty nine <laughs> typewriters?
0: That's like a hundred percent of your apartment.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying yeah, to think, like logistically, that, like,
0: like space wise, how much that will take up.
1: Your dining room table is a typewriter. Yeah. Your bedside table typewriter. Yeah. Your TV typewriter because fuck TV <laughs> lamps made out of typewriters it's like <laughs> so many. heating your radiator is is made out of a typewriter and if it was listen if they were repurposed great sure. but it doesn't sound like that's the thing
0: I think they're just laying about you know
1: it seems like collecting it. dust yes. what scares me the most is I mean more than usual I, I don't like it the Joe refers to us the audience aspect like it's just like a lot but one of the things he says so early in this chapter is you'll meet them all soon Beck. all the typewriters are i collect because one day the computers will all blow up and i'll be the man with 29 and counting beat up machines and everyone will be standing in line to get into my apartment and buy one what sorry joe Mm. what Mm. i don't know that that's going to be the
0: main concern no (laughs) at that point uh, also, but, I love that uh, that's his like fantastical dream. It's like, oh, finally, I'll just make money selling out all these typewriters. People be lining down the block for my little shop. And
1: no one buys books, so they have to buy typewriters, right?
0: So. Yeah, that's where the real <sighs> uh, money th- is, Allie. True. <laughs> if you know a thing about economics, uh. that's true. Um, The other thing that struck me so much in
1: this chapter is there's this continued obsession with Stephen King, I'd say. Mm -hmm. But there's also some, like, random digs, too. Yeah. Um, In the second paragraph, Joe just fucking goes after Ryan Adams. (laughs) And I found that very interesting. Yeah. Because he dresses up, like, modeling after some people that he knows Beck likes and wearing accessories that apparently she likes, aka has written about in one of her stories, um, and she's like, apparently gonna just fall in love with him as soon as she, he she sees him. Um, but one of the things that struck me about this is he's like, I'm wearing a belt. The belt has a big buckle, but not in a bullshit Ryan Adams kind of way. That's a lot, Ugh, yeah, Joseph. I just don't understand why you gotta brood so much. You know,
0: it's too much. Yeah. Too much greed. Um
1: Also, I, I didn't realize um, going into this that it was going to have a current connection to Black Mirror, but can we talk about the fact that Joe writes that tweet from Veggie's perspective? <laughs> just, like, out of the blue, being like, I'd fuck Miley Cyrus, for the record. Just in case
0: y'all were wondering.
1: <laughs> I want y'all to These know. are my deep
0: thoughts. This is it. Yeah, hashtag deep thoughts.
1: Hashtag shower thoughts. Hashtag this
0: is my fight song. Like, I don't... <laughs> Hashtag this is my fight song. I every tweet I put on our show Twitter from now on will have the hashtag this is my fight
1: song. And I know it's not my song, everyone. Shut up. Don't tweet at us. It's just yeah, don't fuck me ever. Come
0: on. <laughs> Be cool.
1: <laughs> but
0: if I play I'm being the honest, space this podcast, a bit. <laughs>
1: this podcast is my fight song, if
0: I'm being honest. Oh like, my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're playing my song, and someone just has an ox to our podcast, <laughs> blasting in the speaker. I, hope not.
1: I mean, I hope you will enjoy this, but also don't don't like airdrop our <laughs> podcast to anyone. Anyway, like, do, I don't know, th- actually, or do? That's fair. Get some marketing but, going
0: on. You know?
1: I don't know that you ever want to accidentally start playing this out loud in public, because. <laughs> I know I've said some
0: regrettable. It's, yeah, it's a things. risky game
1: to play. That's true. That's true. Um, someone should come up with a challenge of like random timestamps and like a timestamp and podcast generator to just see like go back to episode sixty-two at twelve minutes and fourteen seconds and mm-hmm. see what we're saying. Cause, like that would be terrifying. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah. they meet up at Union Square. Um, both of them are like, "Cool, cool, cool." I'm gonna be late, but then neither of them do because they're weird people. Yeah,
0: it's and it's really <laughs> weird because they're like, she's there at like what eight thirty five. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so you're really not running late. I'm not running late either, because I'm watching you do this. <laughs> but I'm going to really push it. And so he's like, I'm going to make sure that I sound cool, because you're making it seem like you sound cool. It's going to be like, oh, I'm running late. I'll be there at 45. And she's like, okay, me too, sitting very much on his stoop. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he fucking shows up, like, at 8.52. This woman's been sitting on this stoop for, like, 20 minutes
1: now. <laughs> Yeah, she's like playing Candy Crush or some bullshit. Right. And like, he's
0: been like just over. looking half a block away for like 30 minutes just waiting.
1: It's It makes no sense.
0: people are lunatics. Right.
1: Now, will I say that I am not this kind of person? No, because <laughs> I am this kind of person. But I also don't stand behind a light pole and just watch someone for 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah.
0: Boundaries. I was just taught that
1: if you're ten minutes early, you're on time. And that's my cross to bear. <laughs> so.
0: That's what I give to the world.
1: Yeah. So they're just, like, talking bullshit. Because apparently Joe had said, like, okay, when it gets dark, we're going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. But then they end up just, like, talking on these steps for a while. Which leads Joe to just kind of deep dive into everything that she says. And that it has to all connect to the fact that she wants to fuck. Yeah. Uh, Because there's a part where Beck says about, like, his shoes that he should have, like, tipped well or whatever because he did a bang-up job. And Joe freaks out and is like, you said bang, and you said (laughs) Joe, and that has to mean something.
0: Those things in the same sentence can only mean one
1: thing. (laughs) Right. The fucked up thing about this, too, is that the reason why he wanted to meet her there isn't for a sentimental reason. Mm Mm-hmm or because he thought it was cool, it's only because every time that he's walked by here, he's seen couples on these steps and was like, I can't, this is, this is not fair. This should be me. Yeah. Um. And now he's just like, as always with her, just living his own fantasy, basically. So gross. It's,
0: yeah, it's pretty gross. Uh,
1: yeah. They, they start talking about like, I don't know, bullshit. She says to him like, she thinks he seems young and all of a sudden this, like, boner that he's had just immediately goes away,
0: (laughs) which is for the best, I would say. Fucking reel it in. Joke.
1: Yeah, because every time, apparently the way that Beck flirts and laughs is, like, she, quote-unquote, like, slaps his leg. And every time that she... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she's doing the Gatsby thing. Yeah. um, But, like, every time that she does this, he gets, like... More horny, and it's just very embarrassing to read and, yeah. and experience there. Um, he does fuck up, and unsurprisingly, um, talking about her being like predictable um, mm-hmm. in the the Pitch Perfect moment, yeah, which was hard
0: to read. I'd say, yeah, she's like, "How did you know I like Pitch Perfect?" And he's like, "Uh, I mean, I was just guessing. Uh, do you like Pitch Perfect?" <laughs> Doesn't everyone love Pitch Perfect? Doesn't every um, woman from twenty one age 21 to 25 in this general area like Pitch Perfect? And or movies <laughs> like Pitch Perfect? Yes. Um, and it, it fucks her up, like, for real. Yeah.
1: Of her being like, wow, I can't believe I'm so predictable. She fucking spirals um, <laughs>
0: because of that. Yeah,
1: she's freaking out. Um, and then he finally gets to the point where he's like, oh, well, you're not that predictable, Beck. You're just on Facebook. And then he starts, like, trying to make this a joke about Mm -hmm. kind of looking at her Twitter and all these things, which I, I mean, I think is normal, personally. Yeah. But knowing Joe, it's not. the way he does it is
0: not normal.
1: Yeah. Um, because, like, I do that. I'm also, I don't know. Yeah. I need to know everything always. Of course, But still, I feel like that's pretty normal. Yeah. Um... We also get a little bit more about Peach. Um, thank God. And thank God, finally. We haven't met her yet, but mm-hmm. there's just some, there's a little bit of a tease. Um, one of the things, too, so they finally do end up going to get food. And there's a point where Beck finally figures out, figures out, because Joe's <laughs> freaking out about it, that he didn't go to college. And he keeps making this seem like it's a bigger thing than I think Beck does? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) He's just like, I, you know, I didn't go to college, but I've read more books than they have, so what the fuck? And he wants brownie points for something when, I don't know, most people don't really read in college. And that's coming from someone that was an English major. So, (laughs) we all just kind of bullshit our way through. So just chill, Joseph, for once in your life. Can we talk about... So they, they drive home, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Joe has this, like, whole thing where he's like, I'm going to play this game with you. Right. Um, I'm not going to kiss you back. You're going to tell me what to do with your body. Now, if this was any other person, yeah. great. Sure. But it's very much coming, I don't know. I don't like Joe, <laughs> and I don't like the way that he's like, yeah. you're, you're not going to tell me uh what to do with your body um which like joseph people should always do that yeah
0: and it's just like i don't know i don't feel like this was really the tone in the show at least where he was like playing this long game of of trying to her because he seemed super into her off the bat right um and it's kind of not aware of like of the game right the quote-unquote game um But, yeah, in this one, it's, like, very much like he's got, he's, like, ten chess pieces ahead or whatever the fuck and being, like, oh, like, you're trying to make all these moves and I'm just gonna, like, make you want it, but I'm not gonna actually act on them, whatever, and, like, oh, you're saying I want, you're asking if I want any water in your house, and, like, you're leaving the door open, um, but I won't fall for it, you know, all this stuff, I'll keep you waiting, and then you're gonna wanna wanna fuck me so bad in the morning that you're just gonna come crawling back. Um, And it's a weird kind of pivot, um, for sure. It
1: definitely doesn't feel like a show, Joe, who jizzed at first contact. Uh,
0: Almost instantaneously. uh,
1: (laughs) Whereas, I mean, I feel like that's still going to happen, Yeah, but it very much feels like, no, I want you to be thinking about me because I'm going to act cool. Yeah, Which is gross. Yeah, for Um, sure. Especially because he goes home. And he, quote, tells his typewriters about the night. (laughs) And then... Gather round, everyone.
0: I have a story. (laughs) My metal friends. I I also love that he, like, uses the words, like, I tell them instead of, like, I don't know. If you wanted to write this down, you really have a couple of different options available at your disposal.
1: (laughs) For real.
0: Yeah, I'm just imagining him, like, closing his apartment
1: door like gleefully jumping over and laying on his couch and being like guys you cannot believe what happened i like, would not believe the day i happened. right uh which is funny except for that it's joe so it's creepy yeah because he uh, <laughs> he's the worst <laughs> and then um he has to mention here that he he did a jizz he
0: um, <laughs> he did a yes
1: he <laughs> uh, rubbed one out no. in her honor. Uh, which
0: is yeah, awesome. that was the that was a gross phrase. Uh, rub one out in your honor. Don't mm-mm, no no. Mm-mm. If hey, there's anything, mm-mm. don't do. First of all, don't do anything in my honor in general. Ever
1: ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but definitely don't come in my honor. You know. Well, don't come into a sock in my honor, you know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't. I Joe, get nothing from told that. You. I get nothing from that. What honor are you giving Joe. me, Joe?
1: Joe, please stop jizzing
0: into Ziploc bags. Get something a little bit
1: more comfortable for yourself. <laughs> you think he would do it in his socks?
0: You think he has enough money oh, to do first it in of his all, socks? He's definitely doing it in one of the typewriters. <laughs> for him. oh my god. <laughs> point blank. He's got 29 of them. He doesn't need all of them to write. There's one... There's probably a few for just fucking...
1: I a few. I can't wait until Beck comes over and is like, Joe, there's something wrong with your typewriters. They're really sticky. Like, the keys it's don't... It's kind of hard to, like, like, press down on it. And he just fucking, like, tackles her. He's like, no, not that one. That's not... It's just... That's not for touching. That's Beth. You don't do that to Beth. No! <laughs>
0: it's like um oh, my, oh god. my god it's mambo number five but he's just named all the typewriters <laughs> yes
1: yes yes, yes.
0: like sandra <laughs> coming into bed i'm
1: right. just i'm just imagining him going to a thrift store and being like yes good sir i would like this typewriter but before i purchase it is it can you fuck it like is it is this a fuckable typewriter
0: a little more type in I? <laughs> A <laughs> little more common in this one. <laughs> I need this
1: in my I need it on my phone. I need it as every ringer
0: possible. And you will be here well, all week. And every week he's <laughs> paying perpetuity. Us for perpetuity.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Um okay. So back to Benji, so yeah. I, I do think for a while Joe forgot. Yeah, Um, he's just been dying. What I love is Joe's like, I stop by the deli, um, and I pick up Cheerios and milk because Benji deserves a treat, too. (laughs) Um, Which, I think he mentioned earlier, he can't have dairy?
0: Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that was in Um, line with all the allergy stuff um, earlier. Right.
1: So, he goes down and, and gives Benji the cereal and milk, and Benji's like, I can't. Sir, (laughs) I can't eat. I'll just eat these dry because dry regular Cheerios are punishment enough. So he does that. He does the, like, test on the book, too. Um, And then this is when the club soda test comes, too. And I don't know if they're going to wait on this for a while. Right. But I totally expected him to die this chapter.
0: Yeah, me too. I guess they're really savoring it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because if I remember
0: right, no, I think it was when Peach got
1: sick that he was in the trunk, right? That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember her just like getting out to go, like go walk to the hospital yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe we have a we have a little bit more here, maybe.
0: But anyway. But she also, does Peach like... gets introduced in the show much earlier too. So. That's true. That buildup is. Who's to say?
1: Ah, you know? I
0: guess we'll find out. <laughs>
1: Um what I do love is that Joe thinks that the best way to cleanse your palate after trying multiple club sodas is to bite a bagel. So that's an interesting Fair experience enough. for me to read. Yeah. Um the so one of the things that I enjoyed about this too is it's just kind of reading this experience because there's a couple of things about Joe that we I don't know that it helps with context. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something there. Um, and also we get a lot more, like, science from Benji. Him <laughs> mean, like, no, you don't understand. The salt. The salt. <laughs> it's everything. The ratios. <laughs> um, which was awful to read. But yeah. it was something, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: It was content, technically. Um, true. That's true. Um, I... I didn't like
1: reading it, especially because, oh, that's right. So when Joe is doing this, um, it's like morning time, so he knows that Beck will be up, and he's freaking out that she's emailing with a classmate because it's a dude, apparently. Right. How dare um, you? How dare you collaborate <laughs> in your graduate program? You sick
0: person. Probably one of the three other people (laughs) involved in your (laughs) Right,
1: exactly. Um, But yeah, so the the chapter ends with Veggie, like, failing this test. Mm -hmm. um, Because all the sodas were his, even though he was like, these are crap. And then he just leaves, like usual. Yeah,
0: as you do. (laughs) As, sure. Um, So chapter 12 starts
1: a little bit. Um, later on but we do get this weird backstory (laughs) about one of his uh, one of joe's like prior hires
0: i guess and i don't know why (laughs) it yeah it's Um, very out of place and doesn't make really any sense
1: i agree do you know how to pronounce her name
0: uh i'm assuming
1: sarah Okay, that's what I thought, too, because it said, like, her birth name was Sarah. Yeah, so
0: I think, Um, because it's spelled S-A-R-E, I think Sarah is the the move. Um,
1: One of the things that I thought was funny about this, so, Joe's a dick and doesn't like that, like, Sarah's, like, this hippie person or whatever, and the fact that he hates that she's, like, vegetarian and and her piss always smells like asparagus, which is relevant because she doesn't flush the toilet, (laughs) Um, but after him talking about being a dick and, like, leaving her last check in the bathroom or whatever, he does say, um, Sayre Worthington, saver of the environment, native of Portland, Maine, forever wishing that she were from Portland, Oregon. Bitch should have
0: just moved there. And I was like, what? (laughs) We're just putting a lot of judgments, um, at once. He's just so bitter all the time. He's a crotchety old man. Right. Um, so this does, fast forward a little bit,
1: uh, because of the fact that they're going to Peach's party and I think this is the one where her parents di- it's like the, the divorce party. The divorce <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Which he he doesn't mention in here but I it's the same one yeah. I
0: think. It's a crime um, that they didn't. I agree. It's a good Especially name. Especially
1: because It's a funny bit. It's a very it's very relatable to her, I would Especially say. Especially
0: if you're introducing uh, Peach. Like, what yes, better way I mean, like, than to be like, yeah, we're going to our parents' divorce party. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: they're in this cab, and it's a very, like, bumpy ride, mm-hmm. which when they said that, and this is just me personally, but it, every time someone says bumpy ride, it always reminds me of that part from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> It always, every time someone's like, it's going to be a and I'm like, oh, it's a-
0: <laughs>
1: There it goes. It's it's wee, wee, stuff. wee. wee. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that I hear it a lot, but when I do, it's a very good gem in my life. Oh my God. Um, it's just, I just love the little like, bump, bump, after, <laughs> like, you know,
0: the night bus, there's something there. Um, okay, know yeah, I remember <laughs> the old night bus. Okay. It got real skinny, and then it got real tall. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I there was a part of me as a teenager when I was like, "Man, I could really use a night buzz right yeah. now. I, I need to, I shouldn't
0: be out. I want to get days. my body all contorted <laughs> up."
1: <laughs> Honestly, sometimes.
0: Oh my god. Um. <laughs> So they're almost way to Peach's party.
1: Uh-huh. Um, Beck described Peach earlier on in an email as different, hot. And yes in typical Joe <laughs> in typical Joe fashion, he loves a good repeater. Um, and so he is repeating this to himself. The whole chapter. And he's feeling a little nervous. A little insecure. Yeah, um, Which definitely colors. And and so is Beck. So I think it's coloring their behavior a little bit here. Um, Especially because Beck does not seem like a Prada bag kind of person. And she's carrying one. So that's a thing. Um, We do need to talk about this love actually moment though.
0: Boy do we. (laughs)
1: Um, So they're making small talk. As you... Uh, to do in a cab. <laughs>
0: yeah. Super and, casual, low-stakes conversations, generally. Yes. Uh,
1: and Beck starts talking about her favorite birthday party, where they got to take a ferry to some mainland um, and see love, actually. And Joe, in typical format, says, I learned that I'm capable of envying a 13-year-old boy. What? <laughs> Which he has in italic, so he knows that this is fucked up. Right. Um, and so there's a point where she, Beck's eyes and is like, he meant a lot to me. And Joe's like, you still know him? And of course Beck's like, obviously
0: silly, I was talking about Hugh Grant. <laughs> and this motherfucker immediately in his head is like, I'll fucking kill that guy. <laughs> best thing. Hugh Grant? Oh, I'll fucking whoop his ass. Square <laughs> <Swear> up, Hugh. <laughs> 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 Maybe me in the fucking I, courtyard I, in 20 minutes. Oh my! I'm gonna First kick of all, your ass. <laughs> who would ever to Hugh Grant? No. Only I, Joe. Have. Joe's the only man only who Joe have the guts.
1: <laughs> this actor on the screen? Yes. I'll kick his ass. I'll How dare he? Kick this guy's ass. Why isn't he settled up next to a seat reading like true men,
0: making all these Shut young, up. impressionable women fall in love with him? How dare <laughs> he! It's just, it's just dis- disrespectful.
1: Yes. Um, So they end up getting this party, and right away, um, after so, like Peach calls and is like, "Where are you guys?" And they're like, "Well, you know, New York." Mm. <laughs> It's traffic. Um, so there's like, there's something there. They get into the elevator to go up to her, her penthouse because sure. Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> and we find out some hot information, I would say, about Peach Salinger. Hot. Which is, and get ready, get ready for this red okay. sc- string connection. Um, but her middle name is Isabella. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> So, So.
0: here's
1: what, here's, here's my pitch, um, is that I just, I just want you all to imagine really quick, Peach Salinger, um, her parents, you know, finally divorced, and her dad, for some reason, has this itch to leave New York and to seek out the wilderness in the Pacific Northwest. Just think, hey, (laughs) just think about it. I'm thinking, um... You just imagine how unimpressed she would be about the colons and mean like, Oh, you have money
0: Well I'll fucking show you money bitch (laughs) So And we're just fucking like crying in the corner She's just like you're a scam artist, Edward. Oh, my, I earned this money. Oh my God! And her and Bella will have a meet cute, and she'll be very intimidated by Peach. Um, and but Peach will be so alluring that she'll just drive her away, and then she'll never have to deal with any of the vampires or Edward or, yep. or Jacob, and <laughs> they'll can, be lesbians.
1: <laughs> it'll be great. Yeah. Um, and oh, oh nope, I'm not done with this yet. Oh, just imagine Peach meeting Jessica.
0: Oh fuck yeah, hell hell yeah! Imagine the battle of the egos. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait for that class president run. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> you fucking cutthroat. Yep. So,
1: anyways, they're in this elevator. I almost said umbrella, different thing, Fair enough. different meaning. Fair enough. Uh, they're in this flying umbrella up to the penthouse because <laughs> New York is it's a Mary city Poppins itself. <laughs> Um, and Joe starts to come in his pants because Beck's holding his hand.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and he is a delicate little Victorian man.
0: Um. Little sweet boy.
1: And just, just a, a blushing gross bride, you know? Yes. Um, (laughs) so this party is different compared to the TV show, for sure. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more kind of, like, backstory, I would say, on the background of this party, mm-hmm. um, which we don't
0: get in the TV show. No, it's really just, like, a party, and it's, they're there for, like, two minutes, and then they leave.
1: Right. And also, we don't get the Joe pouting on the patio. Yeah. And asking
0: Getting back, like, why'd you yeah. bring me here? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you're such a good which- friend, Joe. He's like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do get this this weird background information for the both of them. Like, we find out what he thinks is um, that Peach is half Jewish, half Catholic. Mm-hmm. Like him, which, wow, thank you for that information. Right. Um, she says she's not Jewish. It was a different uh, sect, I think. Oh, Methodist. That's okay, right. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I would never be Catholic. And he just, like, cries inside. Other things I found were interesting. Oh, um, Beck's other friends aren't there. And I can't remember if they were there originally.
0: Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. Or it might have just been, like, a wave. Like, hey, you're here. But it was mostly right. Peach and, and Beck and Joe and a bunch of people. and that's what I
1: found weird yeah. because we don't get the what I consider a, a critical conversation between um what, what was his fucking ex's name um anyway the girl her his previous girlfriend that he killed oh. uh her friend was at that party Yes, yes. And we don't get that conversation here, which I felt like kind of, if you didn't immediately get it from the first episode. Right. Like, sets up that, like, ooh, something sketchy Uh happens here. Yeah. And so I'm interested if maybe that happens later, or if the TV show added that to make it a little bit clearer.
0: Yeah, I Um, guess because we already got kind of that intro chapter about her, and, like, how they met, and, like, all that stuff. That maybe they didn't bring it up, sort of, at the party, whereas in the show, like, they probably didn't want to unload all that stuff right at the beginning, and probably just, like, put the seed in there a little bit in that party scene. Yeah. But, I don't know.
1: Meh. Who's to say? I also found it quite disturbing that in these two chapters, Woody Allen is mentioned a lot. Yeah. Come on. And not, like, not in the usual way, I'd say. About Woody Allen. It's, like, good stuff, which I was not used to, personally.
0: We've come so Um, far in the discourse. Why must we retract now?
1: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, no one say that it's the best Woody Allen movie ever. Right. Just, like, it's just, no, it's okay. (laughs) I'm just imagining, like, the up-to-date edited versions that would just be, like, blanked out. Like, it would just be a bleep, like it was a curse. So that's something. Okay, so party happens, whatever. They get into the elevator at the end of the night, um, where there had been all the sexual tension. Because if you know anything about the books we read, elevators, they're meant for fuck. They're
0: horny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, these kind of books and also Christmas movies, elevators get people horny, folks. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, Fucking but in a, a bed? People...
0: Overrated.
1: Overplayed. <laughs> fucking on the Tower of Terror. <laughs> yes! Me <laughs> Get me a goth GF.
0: <laughs> <That just> <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucks on the Tower of Terror. Hell yeah, baby. There's something there. There's something. You know, it's not... It, I don't... Also, the Tower
1: of respect. Terror doesn't exist anymore, so... Don't be fucking rude, Cody. <sighs> Come on, I'm just... I don't want to be it's the Guardians of the, the- of the Galaxy one in Disneyland, but I thought the Terror of Terror. What the uh, the Terror of Terror, <laughs> terror was jammer, the jammer, same in Florida. Right.
0: Of- <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought I. I don't know. Who's to say? No I, one. Yeah, no one can that. correct. Can check this out. So <laughs> I guess we'll never know.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, they kiss a lot. In yeah, they do some kissing. The, they they kiss a lot in the <laughs> elevator. Um and. One of the things that joke because he always has to have the last word, ends the chapter with, but I pull your hair and I bring your mouth to mine. I know how to leave you wanting more, and I do. Ugh. Um, And that's where chapter 12 ends. Yeah. So, (sighs) great. Thanks for that gift. Um, But next week, we have chapters 13 and 14, and we still have so much left of this book. There's so
0: much book left,
1: guys. And I... I'm very confused so much by that, I would say. Mm. But we're here anyways. It makes
0: me believe that, like, the, I don't know. There's just, like, more book than than show. Where, like, the show in the two seasons is maybe all of the book. Which, that scares me. I agree. But I don't think that's the case. But it, I have that fear every day. <laughs> I, I think about it constantly. There's just so much more book.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I also think about constantly? What? I Oh, hit
0: him with that segue. <laughs> hit him with that
1: segue.
0: Just a little... And a... And a... <laughs> That's my segue. Just... <laughs> was your segue doing cool street tricks? What is that? <laughs> or <does> no, <laughs> always. Doing fucking ollies on I'm, your segue? If you're
1: ever curious... What I'm doing in my free time.
0: Um,
1: I would like to draw your attention to the vision of a skateboarder that I saw on my ride home today, um, which was a man going up on just the tiniest hill um, that was connected to a staircase and beefing it completely. Um, The person who was driving in front of me, unfortunately, had their window down and laughed so hard (laughs) I could hear it in the car. Uh, That's me. That's me always. Cody and I decided before the pod... Because of some glorious gift of where we live, that this week we would like to talk to our patrons um, as some of the beautiful Wi-Fi network names that we have near us.
0: Yeah, they're pretty. Which is a lot of good gems in here, and play along. At I home. agree. You know, yeah. take a little look through your <laughs> Wi-Fi networks. It's very good. Yeah. Would you like to start us off? Hell yeah, I would. Shout out to Sophia Salinger. Who's gonna be the Wi-Fi of Pablo? Oh my gosh. Not to be confused <laughs> okay. with the life of Pablo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Alright. Um shout out to Aaron Salinger. Ow, ow. Um mine own a lot of food base, which is just the truth <laughs> that I live in. Um but Aaron, you're gonna be the Wi-Fi network eggplant, all lowercase. Nice. Nice. So just that good old sexy emoji for you. Yeah, ooh.
0: shout out to Alex Blythe. Who's <laughs> gonna be fire up Crips with two oh exclamation God. points, and I have no idea what it means. <laughs> um,
1: thank you so much to Marie Moon ow, for your hard work. Ow, um, yes, yours is obviously. Going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I'm gonna give this to you because I I appreciate you so much. Um, it is a fan of the Chicken Space um, Tyson One Two Three.
0: I love that. Which
1: I can only imagine is about the the Tyson Chicken.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to yes. Taylor Brown Town, Lotner, braver Wee. than the Marines. Wee. Wee. Salute. Yes. Who's gonna be... Who's gonna be... <laughs> FBI surveillance fan. Allie's oh favorite. Oh my god. <laughs> <Why> <laughs> I I've piddled a little. I just got so scared. <laughs> I um, like piddled a little.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> Go They're, watching. They're watching. Um... <laughs> They're always watching Honestly, sometimes I think that my fire alarm, like, the little fire monitor in our apartment is truly a surveillance camera. Um, So sometimes before I go to bed, I just stare at it so that they know I know, (laughs) even if it's not true.
0: Meanwhile, they're looking in from another camera, like, above on the aerial view, and they're like, what the fuck is she doing?
1: Honestly... That's me in every room that I go into. Because, one, I have PTSD, but also I'm paranoid. Yeah. Um, so every yeah. room that I go into that has a camera, I always look straight into it. Just so that they know, I know. And I don't know what it does, but it calms me down a little. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just, like, I'm not fucking scared of you, yeah. Brian, from the FBI. Is it my yeah, time? Yeah, it's your t- no? Okay. All right, I just went off on a whole thing. Um, shout out to Katie Weber. Ow. Um, the inspiration for this activity, I would say, um, the most powerful Wi-Fi network next to me is Yeet <laughs> the chicken slowly. Emphasis on the
0: Yeet. It's pretty please. good. Oh yeah, the emphasis was was heard.
1: Hi, sir. I'd like to get a chicken sandwich with extra Yeet,
0: please. <laughs> can I get some? Can I get a side of Yeet? <laughs> 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 shout out <Thanks>. to simon <laughs> motherfucking steel yoke to the god we have to stop it no it's part of his name but now. this this week i'll play into it because his wi-fi is gonna be daddy's wi-fi honestly that is simon lives right <laughs> next. To he's my neighbor <laughs>
1: That would fuck me up. If any of you live close to me, don't ever talk to me. Simon's <laughs> actually
0: my roommate. We've been living. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Yeah, we hang out. We're cool. We're friends. Uh, well, all right. You don't need to rub it in. Yeah, okay? you should be jealous. <sighs>
1: okay. Um, speaking of you should be jealous. <laughs> I have a story for you today. And I there isn't much explanation that I, I can truly give for this, I'd say. Um, other than I, I have continued to do a deep dive on the crossover space. So this one, um, is a crossover between Pokemon and Twilight. It's titled Can Animal Love?
0: No. By mm-hmm. Safe
1: son Um, and it was published on June 15th of 2013. The summary goes a little like this. In a desperate attempt to save her life, Mew is transported to a different dimension. She then assumes the role of plain, old, boring human Bella Swan. What she didn't expect was to find vampires or love. no. Rated T for brief violence and complicated theories of dimensions and time <laughs> that might
0: not be understood by those younger than 13. That That's a, a trigger warning that Allie needs. <laughs> just like a content warning. Honestly. It's like, there's going to be conversations about time and it might get a little wild. <laughs> if all of
1: you could just please understand that that is a trigger for me and I don't need an existential crisis, that would be great. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Okay, this is from chapter two. Mew opened her eyes to find a lush green forest, but it was immediately apparent to her that she wasn't alone. A man passed by the tree she was sitting on, and she carefully observed him. He had blonde hair and gold eyes, and overall he seemed exactly like the humans in her dimension. Mew concentrated and then quickly transformed into the most ordinary girl she could think of. She didn't want to call attention to herself. Her new form had brown hair and brown eyes. She then greasily leapt down from the tree and landed on her feet. To her surprise, the man noticed the near silent sound and turned to face her. Hello, he greeted, walking over to her. I'm Jasper.
0: End scene. Why must you hurt me like this?
1: I, I, I'm sorry, but it's haunting me and I, I need someone else to know about it. <laughs> and you all
0: have to suffer now.
1: Yeah, because I found it, you have to suffer. Yeah. Oh, God. That's how this works. Jesus. So, um, there's only two chapters, and it hasn't been updated in about six years. But if you want to know or continue the story of how Mew and Jasper fuck, oh. uh, Nope. Read on? <laughs> nope. <laughs> not on. <laughs> no, no, no. Also, my Mew, hey, my Mew, not a she. Yeah, just kind of an ethereal god, sure. band, you know, yeah. but non-binary
0: it's icon mute. <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm done with you. So, as we say in Seattle, get bit and get whipped.